Okay. Um, all right, here we go. So, here with Chris. G'day. Brother Chris, how are you? Yeah, good, mate. It's been a, it's been a good good week for you so far? Uh, yeah, yeah, look, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, good week. Can I... Can I ask you your thoughts on um, the? Uh, so we're here to talk about the uh, the new, uh, apparently the new era in Test cricket for Australia. Yep. Which I am uh, suspicious about because uh, it seems like it's the same era that we've had in the last ten years. Yeah. Uh, but can I get your thoughts on uh, the first Test match and how it miraculously came to a draw? Yeah. Um, oh, look! Obviously, very pleased about the result. Um, it was definitely shaping towards yet another uh, disastrous result in the subcontinent. But to the team's credit, they showed a bit of ticker for once over there. And, um, yeah, we got a draw. I think, um, you know, we wouldn't, have, we wouldn't have got a draw if it wasn't for Usman Khawaja. Um, and I think um, a few of the bats, especially Travis Head on debut, showed, and, and yeah. um, Aaron Finch, for that matter, showed... Um, yeah, showed a bit of class, bit of bit of heart, and 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 sort of what we what we need um, overseas. Because oh, saying it last night, the the real tests aren't aren't sort of you know winning the big games at home anymore. It's it's going overseas and and conquering a, another country in their own backyard. That's the real test yeah. these days because you can just see. Or look all around in Test match cricket. The the home side will just demoralise the team. Like I, I don't know how many players have retired when they come when they come down to Australia and and just been <laughs> and just been just been destroyed. Yeah. And then you know again the the Australians and then we go somewhere else or another team goes somewhere else and they get destroyed and it's just oh, it's there's a little bit too there's the 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 difference between winning at home and then playing away Win and away yeah. is, is, is too, the, the gap's too wide. And, um, yeah. you know, so, so those sort of things that what happened last night is, is definitely more pleasing than smashing England four nil at home because whilst yeah. what's is a good achievement, like, you know, I was, again, we could have lost. It's that. almost expected. We, well, we could have lost that match last night, yeah. but, but in six months time, when we, when we destroy India at home, um, yeah, all's, all's going to be well. So, you know, yeah. That's why it was. That was probably why I was especially pleasing. That you know we could have easily have followed up again. Could have easily been the same old story, but it, it wasn't. Um, and I was actually, I was actually back to Australia for a win uh, at one point there. So uh, yeah, it was it was looking that good. So you know, for very 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 pleasing from cricket um, fans, a cr- cricket purist, uh, purists um, yeah. perspective. But you know, plenty of work to go, and I think we got to we got to work out a few spots in that middle order. Was it? Yeah, that's the thing. And uh, what what it's revealed uh, is something that's been around for the last five to ten years: is this inability to kind of land on a solid batting order. Uh, we, we we do have, you know, we we had like I was looking at their um, averages, and the so the best average for you know. Our team at the moment uh, is now um, Kawaja, and he's averaging just you know in the mid forties, which is sort of what you want for a top order batsman. Yeah, but it just we, we can't seem to find uh, chemistry between these these players uh, who seem to struggle with p- 
playing, not just in Australia, but playing abroad. I mean, sorry, not just playing abroad, but playing in Australia when it comes to test matches. And we don't seem to fig- we don't seem to know how to figure out uh, who our best bats are. Yeah. You know, and so we keep throwing the same sort of players into it and not really getting any results. So to, to see to see this team after collapsing in the first inning, uh, in in their first innings as well, uh, to to then be able to uh, last 140 overs uh, and to see Kawaja bat like he did, like yeah. you know he's he's played some good innings, um, but there's always been a question mark over him. Yeah. But this. This was a real mature kind of uh, gritty oh, sort of innings. Yeah. The sort of innings that, you know, reminds me of, you know, Ponting in 2005 or, you know, any of the yeah. any of the number of innings that, like, Alan Border used to play when, yep. when, when Australia's backs were against the wall. So it was encouraging to watch just to sort of see the mental uh, strength shine through. Yep. I don't, I don't know if it's going to paint over. I, I don't think it paints over any cracks. Well, no, I, well, I definitely think order. it does. I think it does. Yeah. I, I, think, I think the biggest mistake, one of the biggest mistakes um, was leaving Peter Hanscom out of the squad. Um, yeah. You know, he averages, I think he's in the 40s or, or early. Yeah, early. yeah, 43. He averages 43. He's, he's, he's played test matches. He could have ste- stepped up like um, yeah. Kwaja and been one of, one of our senior bats in that middle order. Instead, we decided to promote... Um, Head and about, well, Sean, um, Sean and Mitch Marsh. Up the yeah, order, again. Who, who, who? I mean, Sean Marsh probably deserves it. But, you know, Mitch Marsh at number four is one of them. No, I don't like that. Spot. It's crucial, crucial yeah. spots in the line. Yeah, the line yeah. The average is twenty-seven. You know, countless amount, countless of, of countless chances um, to, to to perform, and, and he simply hasn't. Um, why not have? Yeah. Why not have? Um, you know. Peter Hanscom in there, who's proven, yeah. who's proven himself at that level, um, who and who can play spin. Yes, yeah, and, definitely. You know, and 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 then then pick two debutants below him, and then just expose them when they, you know, when we have a, a two or three wicket collapse, which is exactly what happened the first thing. So, yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it was smart in the, in that in that um, in that regard. You know, I feel sorry for for Manus um, Labuschagne. Yeah, yeah, um, Labuschagne. Labuschagne, um, he, yeah. he, you know, really in that first innings, he just came in under a mountain, a mountainous, uh, yeah, yeah, amount of pressure, and and couldn't handle it because it's you know few wood, um, yeah. But I just, I just think, yeah, no, I just think they just want to be a bit smarter in that, in that, in that, um, in that regard. And I think I'll give you my lineup for for the first test in Adelaide. All right, it's gonna go, okay. Go for it, yeah, Finch. I was, yeah, I was gonna yep, ask you about that. Yep, yep. It's gonna go, Finch, Renshaw, Kawaja, um, Sean Marsh, Peter Hanscom, Travis Head, Tim Payne, uh, Mitchell Stark, Pat Cummins, um, Josh Hazelwood, Nathan Lyon, and, and that'll that, that will be my lineup for the six tests that we play, and I and and bar injury, you've just got to stick. They, they are the they are the that's the best players in the country. Um, at the moment, yeah. At the moment, bar none, because no one else is putting their hand up. You know, we ha- I had this discussion again last night. It, it would it, we gone on the days where we had the luxury of leaving blokes in the shield um, to average sixty for five years before they get a sniff. The depth, yeah, the, the, de- yeah. the depth has, has gone, has just gone out the window. 
Um, there was depth when Smith and Warner were there, but now they're not there. It's really exposed us. So we, yeah. we've just got to really establish a team um, and, and stick with them. I'd, so I'd like to – and changing. Yeah, I'd, I, I like that lineup. I'd, I'd like to think that once Warner and, and Smith come back, because I'm pretty sure they will be coming back. Um, oh well, with, you know, I, I, I will, I will, I will never, I will never view another another ball of cricket in this country if, yeah. if, if Steve Smith does not come back to that side. Yeah, his he's averaging sixty one and a half at the moment. Like he's the he has got the second best average of all time. Nick, um, of all time. You know, there was two weeks ago. Um, two weeks ago, Virat Kohli. That was the, two weeks ago. The first that was the first time Steve Smith was dethroned from the number one test match batting rankings. Yeah. I don't know, how long ago did he stop playing? Uh, so, I mean, like, that, this is their first test match since the thing, but, he, I mean, they didn't play they didn't play the last test match yeah, but, 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 of the South African series. Everyone, and they didn't play this one, so that's two. And, yeah. and everyone else was playing, so... Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Coley yeah, Car- yeah, had, like, what, four or five test matches? He was still up there. And then, and then yeah. to, make, to make matters even more, more astounding, was that then, then he, he lost it again. And then Smith, Smith was number one. Yeah. That just shows how Smith, good he was. Smith yeah. wasn't even playing, and he was he went back to the number one test test batting ranking spot. That's phenomenal. Like he he, he will it, he will come back. He will come back, and he he will he will come back, and he'll win us an Ashes series in England. And I'll, and there you go. Yeah. I'll, I've said it. Yeah, I. You want one? You got one. Yeah, he's going to be really. He'll be determined as well. Oh, to, fuck to, yeah. I, I can't I can't see how he doesn't have a huge series against England. Uh, and same with Warner as well. I think Warner will have a big. You know, I, 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 but the only issue I would, I would say with that Warner is if Finch makes a spot his own, um, well, do they want Warner and Finch batting up at the top? Of well, I, I think uh, Warner has a much more varied um, game than he used to, so I think that would actually not be too much of an issue. Um, for and and the same thing as well is Finch had a really a much a very uh, measured debut as well. Like his his seventy odd or whatever he made in the first innings was you know at a very sort of slow strike rate that you wouldn't have expected from. He made sixty off one hundred and sixty one balls. So yeah, he's definitely. you know and it was a, and it was a tough wicket to play on uh, to bat second on as well. Uh, and then again and then in his in the second innings he made forty nine off you know and his strike rate was fifty. So yeah, he showed good temperament he, definitely. Yeah, yeah, really good temperament. So look, so maybe it's just I'd like to think down. that from. Yeah, and and like I'd like to think like from that from that lineup that you offered, I, I'd hope that you'd get maybe at least one or two really good bats from there. So you know if you if you get Warner and Smith back, you go Finch and Warner, uh, Kawaja at three, Smith at four. Um, you know maybe you have you know a mixture of Marsh, uh, Hanscom, uh, Marsh or Renshaw or Hanscom. I think yeah, I think hopefully Hanscom then continues in five and six, and then, yeah, and then yeah. Travis head bat six, and, and we just rid ourselves of the Marsh brothers altogether. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and and there's a there's a fresh, there's a literally a fresh young batting lineup that could take that could take us through the next five to ten years. And I and yeah. I'm and I'm and I'm not kidding, and I'm not joking. That, and then just keep them, keep, yeah. keep them for at least a year. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you, you've got a really strong side there, and, and um. Maybe there's a there's a chance that you're you're able to kind of build off of that, and I'd like to. I'd, it'd just be interesting to see how next the next the next test match goes. You know, oh, I, I, oh, you know, okay. if 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 we're if 
like for example, like Labuschagne, like I'm not going to read into into that into his innings at all. Uh, I don't I, think I, it's. I, I wouldn't you know, be, like, I would, Yeah, I wouldn't be um, surprised if they give him another go. I, I think he should. Yeah. Should he give him another go. Yeah, he's, yeah, for sure. You know, fuck it. Oh, it's just. But who else? Like, yeah, like they they have they've sort of painted themselves into a corner with it. So unless, unless you give um, unless you give um, Glenn Maxwell. A, a, a chance, but just yeah. I mean, I'd I'd rather have Maxwell on the side than Mitch Marsh because then at, at because again the Marsh wasn't that, he, like Ma- Marsh is the vice captain. Mitch Marsh, yes. So 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 can you so so can you drop can you drop your vice captain? I mean. I don't know. He's sort of I mean, now he's got he's now he's got that he's got that buffer zone for, for for about yeah you know six to twelve years. Well, I mean, you can be a vice captain and still get dropped pretty easily. Like it's I don't know. I mean, well, then again, yeah. But then again, like the Marshes have had a pretty yeah. I know, right? Like it's just hey, look. I, I don't want to bash the Marshes because I feel like they're always kind of like the lodestone to when things sort of don't go well when they're oh, in the side. But, but Nick, he's played 35 tests and he averages yeah, 20, he averages yeah. 27 and he's been promoted to number four in vice-captain and and, yeah. and, and barely bowl. So do the do the maths there. That was probably the, the most jarring thing for me was that he just wasn't being used barely in as a bowler. And I don't understand then what his um, uh, contributions are to the team if he's going to bat at four, but, you know, not actually produce anything from there, which, you know, at four, which is a, you know, a almost, almost as important as three in, yeah, in terms well, of the batting order. We, 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 we needed him to step up both innings and he failed to do so. That was his golden chance to really establish himself and prove himself. And he failed to do so. Yeah. So, and you just, know, what's funny. How many times have we said that as well? Like over the last couple of years, yeah, when and, and, there's and been a moment where that's happened, he 190 or whatever he scored in against yeah. England when we were dominating, it was all well, it was all fun and games. And he, you know, what, yeah. he, you know what, he might do it again when he, when we verse um, India, and all we yeah. all will be well. But it's when it's it's the tough moments that that really step out. I mean, I remember when Steve Smith went over to went over to England, and he was the only yeah. one to score, and that was that was when he just became elite. And yeah, 2013, yeah, wasn't it? Yep, yeah, yeah. and, they, yeah, and they're, they're the series and they're the game that, that make Test match cricketers, especially Test match batsmen. Yeah. In those tough times, um, every batsman's done it. Clark did it. Ricky Ponting did it. You know, they all plied their yeah. trade and then and then stood up when when they needed to. And um, you know, trust me, those the, the great batsmen, Nick. Um, yeah, they're not great because they only score runs in Australia. Or in yeah. their own in their home country, they're great because they can score anywhere. Shane Warne was the greatest leg spinner and the greatest bowler, you know, in my opinion, uh, of all time because he could spin it on literally glass. He could do yeah. it anywhere. He could do it in Australia exactly. where that ball doesn't spin. He can do it in India where the ball spun a mile. He can do it in England. He can do it in forty wickets in a losing Ashes series. I'll just keep harping back on it. Just, yeah. <laughs> that two thousand and five. I just I, I get I get I get aroused. I get aroused thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's just, it just separates the okay, you know, good batsman, and that's why Kawaja's uh, innings was so important because yeah. he was that he was that player, he was that player that could only score runs at home. But now, he, but, he, but this is this was his time to do a Steve Smith, a, a Ricky Ponting. He stepped now, up. He stepped up. So this is this is why we got we got to start treating these these innings as okay. Now you're serious. 
um, yeah. where you know, and it should be it should be a gauge. We shouldn't we shouldn't be get, like we shouldn't be going back and playing test matches in Australia. Everyone boosting their averages up a little bit, boosting their stats up a little bit, and just thinking, yeah. thinking we've we've got a superstar here because the real test, and I said it at the start, is going overseas and stepping up and and playing well over there. Yeah, exactly. And w- what I've been thinking as well is like the consistency of scoring runs, and I don't mean scoring big centuries and stuff like that. I, I just mean kind of always kind of looking like you're able to score runs and, and Marsh never seems like he's able to score runs. Uh, like he, he never feels like he's contributing. Like, like it's either, I was going to say feast or famine, but it's not even a feast. Like he scored that one big ton and he scored another, he scored another century as well, but he's never really kind of chipped in. Like if he was chipping in with making like, you know, thirties and forties, fifties and sixties, especially if he's down the order batting six or seven, that kind of works. Especially if he's also a bowler, which apparently he's supposed to be because his class is an all-rounder, but he doesn't really bowl that much, and he's not really that super effective. So, and, and look, I, I, I hope he does. I hope he does come. Yeah, to, I hope he. I hope he bats at four, and and in the next test he scores a double hundred, and and we we unearth a gem. Like you know, I wasn't completely. Yeah. Sold, I wasn't completely sold on Steve Smith um, back in the day. No, me neither. Um, me neither. So I'm, I'm happy to be proven wrong, but it's he's had 35 chances. 35 matches that's the, to do that's the thing to do something and he keeps getting rewarded basically he, he got yeah. given the vice, he got given the vice captain role and got promoted to four for having a, a very mediocre start to his test career so yeah it just seems it just seems like we're sort of wasting that we're wasting a, a spot in the lineup for someone who yeah. could be doing something with 35 matches imagine if like a Oh fuck! Imagine if oh, I don't know. Throw a name at me. Maybe you know, Peter Hanscom or someone had thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under his belt, or Glenn, yeah. Glenn Maxwell had thirty-five matches. He might have scored the, the the turnaround or the or the difference in runs scored could have been. I don't yeah. know. I think I think Mitch Marsh has scored about twelve twelve hundred test runs, or more, maybe two thousand test runs, something like that. Yeah, twelve hundred. You were right on it. There, there could be there could be an extra one or two thousand runs there. Yeah. Because the average is twenty six and that twenty six point eight. Yeah, so yeah, so, so you know uh, Peter Hanson, Glenn Maxwell, uh, Curtis Pattinson, uh, young Garner, Ben McDermott, or someone like that, given thirty five matches, yeah, could be averaging forty five fifty. And there's yeah. and look, yeah, there's 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 the difference. That, there's a difference between drawing and winning last night. There you go. So just just yeah to, yeah to yeah. Like I, I always, I always look back to like when Steve War first started, um, like twenty. Well, he started like in eighty five, I think, and he didn't really, he didn't score a ton till his twenty, like twenty ninth or thirtieth Test match, which is sort of where Marsh has been. But he's yep. always, he always looked like, and he was, he was actually an all rounder as well when he started. So he's a very effective bowler, like a medium, a slow medium pace bowler, and he's you know very wily kind of you know resourceful kind of bowler. So he was contributing there, but you know it was also a time where you know, the Australian team was sort of down at its worst and they yep. had to sort of slowly build themselves up. But then once he scored his ton, that was it. He never looked back. And he just kept making runs and he kept showing that grit and determination. And I know those were, I don't like using those words to sort of like describe like a quality of a player, but but that kind of element transferred to how he played. And he was coming up clutch in a lot of big... Um, in a lot of big moments. So that's the thing. Like, yeah, if if Marsh from now until 2025 
averages 65 and he's able to come up and fantastic and in really high leverage moments fantastic but i just i haven't seen that and i can't i don't know if i can see that in, in what he's in what he's provided so far and because you've got warner and smith out there you know are going to come back I don't see how there's a place for him in the side. Same with Sean Marsh. And again, like I'd like to be proven wrong. I keep, and we keep saying that over the last few years, let's, let's be proven wrong by them. And we've yet to be proven wrong. And I don't know where else to go with that. I hope so. I hope so. I hope we, I hope we, we are proven wrong. Um, yeah. He's got at least the end of this test series. Um, and you know, he'll probably play against India. Um, so yeah, he's got yeah. he's got what's that six test matches? Oh Jesus, maybe yeah, maybe eight test matches to 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 establish himself in that batting lineup. Otherwise, I'd be if I was Justin Langer, I'd be there'd be some serious question marks on 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 his new vice captain. And would and would Langer Langer seems to be a very level headed guy. Like you know, especially like watching his test matches, he was he he was that kind of player. I I I think he'd be quite smart about it. Like I think he'd be aware of what's best for the team makeup and looking at players who are actually looking, who, who can contribute and can, and can sort of like, I guess, provide strong work at, you know, in that lower order area, if yep. they go five, six and seven. So the, you know, the, 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 the ingredients are there for it. Um, but it just, it just, they just, there just needs to be an, an administration and a selection panel that, figures it out that actually knows how to put those ingredients together, the, together the right way to make it work. Because th- although at, at the same time, I don't know how it's still, I don't know how much depth we actually still have when it comes to test match cricket. So mm. there it, is it, that, but that, that's a problem it, for another it's day. It's one, it's one test in, into the, yeah. Yeah. So called new era. And I'm happy to give them the, be- you know, happy to give them the benefit of the doubt for the next yeah. couple. So I'm just, I'm just hoping we see more performances like that. Yeah, yeah, it would be good to sort of see them uh, build on this. And, I, and look, I ho- really hope they do. I really hope Australian Creek can get back to where it where it should be at the top. Um, so, yeah, so I was going to talk about this, but we kind of already touched upon it was uh, Warner and Smith coming back. Uh, but I think we kind of covered that because it, it, just, it just makes sense for them to be back on the side once uh, they're, they're banned. And... and uh... I could go on for the next three years until I'm blue in the face, until the paint gets stripped off my wall. Um, It's not, it's not the ICC. Steve Smith can come back to the side tomorrow if, if um, the Australian cricket team, the AC, what is it? ACB didn't didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, um, and that's the thing that really, really frustrates me. Um, yeah. I just think, yeah, oh, it, they six, they they handled it terribly. Um, not that they handled it ter- terribly; they just overreacted, like, like yeah, a, yeah, Sorry. like a I don't know, like a mum who's just found his kid shoplifting for the first time. Yeah, it's just let's. <laughs> I don't know. Let's yeah. just let's just stop them from everything. Let's just restrict everything. Let's just it's just that overreacted. Yeah, and, and it um it's gonna harm. Well, probably gonna harm the 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 psyche and and the um probably the development of 
yeah, the mentality yeah. and the development of not only the, the two involved, but the, the and not to mention um, Cameron Bancroft. Yeah, yeah um, who just got thrown under the bus. You know, the development of the team. Yeah, because so, you can't not have them back on the side. Um, it's just a no-brainer. Simple I mean, they're the two. They're clearly the two best batters that we've got. So he can't he can't average sixty-one and not play Test cricket. So yeah. and the, and the more important thing is, and look, they've both proven themselves overseas as well. So they, they got that there. Uh, do you think Smith would uh, get the captaincy back? Good question. Um, I I don't know. I really don't know on that one. Based on how they the Cricket Australia have handled the whole situation, I don't think so. Um, not at least straight away. Um, and you know what? Probably not the worst thing. Um, yeah. But in saying that, I just think he I think he was a good. He was definitely a good um, good captain. Yeah, so, and definitely, yeah. definitely led from the front, and he definitely had had those. Had the the sort of the sh- the shadow the shadows of, of Ricky Ponting where he would just go to yeah. he would just go and, into a test match and he'll put the team on their back and he would lead yeah. from the front. So in that in that sense, I'd like to see him as, as captain because because you know I just think it, he just dragged the whole performance of the team up. So yeah, you know, and I think he is very aggressive captain, which I like. But uh, maybe just for the first year, maybe just keep, let him come back and score mountains and mountains and mountains and mountains and mountains of runs like he will. Yeah. Um, get the sort of the, the the public back on your side, which I really hope they are. Um, I think they already are after after the after the press conference and, and 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 yeah, and then I think from there, say righto, mate, go and go and win us an Ashes series or go and yeah, yeah. here's your team. Here's your team. Yeah, because t- Tim Payne's. Been a been a. I oh, rate Tim Payne. I, very, I, I, yeah. I rate him. I rate him highly. So, yeah. Um, not just, but you know, I think he's sort of been thrown in the deep end a little bit, and um, just because he is a senior member of the side, he conducts himself yeah. well. He's very professional. So, um, but you know, oh, yeah, he's That's, really embraced it. He's really embraced. You know, like it, it really seems to have suited him, like getting the captaincy and sort of yeah. being the face of the being the face of the team, like you know, just thrust into the limelight. Um. So, so um, sort of quickly. Yep. But to be very assured uh, and very composed, and yeah, very impressed by sort of how he's conducted himself, and not just and like, and I don't mean sort of like in in off the field, but like he's yeah, he's looking really good um, on the field now. Um, I, I mean, like watching the test match, I wasn't sure how much captaincy was really kind of involved in in. In in this sort of um, in this match, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I've got nothing but praise for for what Payne's been able to to do so far. And look, one of those things is like if it, if it, if they were able to transfer it that that way, either having Payne as captain still until he retires or whatever, and having Smith as vice captain, I would be okay with that. Um, or switching it around and having Smith as captain and, and Payne as vice captain kind of works. Yeah, that's, that's probably well. how. Yeah. Um, but I guess it just depends on how Cricket Australia want to approach this because it's a delicate situation. I, I think Smith is quite a humble person as well, so I, I don't think there'd be too much of an issue either way. I think he would be just much more. Uh, he would he would love to just be back on the side. I think that's probably the, his main focus. Same with Warner and even Bancroft as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yep. Getting back on the side. So, 
uh, uh, yeah, I've been looking forward to that when that comes around next year. Uh, Definitely. Another thing I um, was going to talk about, and I don't know if you've kind of thought about this or had any thoughts about this, but the uh, transition from Channel 9 to Channel 7 for the for cricket um, starting this summer. Have you, uh, have you kind of come to terms with it? Because it's going to be a completely different... Now, this is the new era in cricket. This is, this yeah, is where yeah. it definitely is. Yeah. Like, my thoughts on it is... Because, like, Fox Sports have everything as well. So they've got... You'll, you'll be watching every ball of every test match, one day, um, T20, uh, international, both men's and yeah. women's, every ball uh, from, like, the Australian uh, teams uh, live... Uh, and I think that's quite uh, that's quite fantastic. I really yep. do love that that that's there, especially with the women's game there as well. But what what like I was a little bit taken aback by um, Channel Seven grabbing the grabbing the rights to it. But then uh, lately, I've been kind of yeah. I thought of I what I thought of was that it kind of feels like it's the right time for it to to leave Channel Nine. Yeah, you know, like sort of. Yeah, after everything that happened, um, yeah, just a clean slate, basically. Yeah, and you know, like the the you know, the Channel Nine cricket kind of lost its identity. You know, they a, a lot of their titans, you know, had had passed and or sort of receded from the spotlight. And the, you know, the the current crop, the commentators they have, and I mean, uh, Mark Nicholas has been totally fine as a host and, and everything like that. And he's a really sort of intuitive. Uh, commentator and, and an al- um, analyst of the sport, but the rest just didn't really seem to have any identity or any sort of character. Mm. You know, they all sort of sounded the same. They never really yeah. felt like they kind of grasped the rhythm of commentating, and not just Test cricket, but commentating all three forms of cricket. Yep. Uh, yeah. And so it felt like now that maybe it was time to yeah cut the cut the cord and. And move on to something else, and and see how it, see how it pans out on Channel Seven. So, so Ricky Ponting's now is he, what's his role in this now? Because is he the face of Channel Seven cricket, or is he? I think he might be. He might, he might be that. He might be the the Mark Nicholas of, right. Of, I think, um, but I definitely know that they recruited very well. They were definitely recruited very well. That you know Shane Warne, um, uh, Skull is a massive. Yeah. Um, and I just think, yeah, they've recruited very well. They've got some interesting characters on there, some very knowledgeable play, uh, ex-players. Yeah. Um, keen to see how it goes. But, you know, the product's there, so you, you, yeah. can't, you can't really stuff it up. Um, they've just got to basically, yeah, they've just got to um, just run it well. Find, and, and Yeah, think, find an identity, I think, is, is yeah, the big thing. It's like, yeah, definitely. You know, get, get a sense of, like, get, get commentators in who sort of feel like, you know, obviously don't replicate like, you know, Tony Gregg and Bill Laurie and uh, Benno and, and, and Ian Chappell and all those guys, but just to sort of feel like they've got their own voice. You know what I mean? Yep. And yep. You can, so you, like when, like, and maybe this might take a while because obviously we've grown up listening to all those great, great commentators. Like they were part of our summers for like the last 20 odd years, but it'd be great to kind of like hear these, these, these players, these ex players, when you hear their voice and go, oh, cricket's back on. Like you can, you can yeah. feel it and you get excited about it. Associate it with them. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe the, the younger generation, the newer generation might uh, have that. And, and I really hope so. So it will be an interesting, um, 
it'll be interesting like to sort of see it like he won't like will we even hear like the the music like is that gonna be different like i don't even that would be surely they would have sure i don't know like it'd be great to kind of hear that music still but uh yeah it is yeah it would be great but but i think it's it's the it's the content whilst the game's going on um you know, I just think they again they've just recruited well. I think I'd love to hear. I love hear, hearing Warney's thoughts. Love hearing Gilly's thoughts. You know, I love hearing Hussey commentate. Um, one person I think they should have thrown a lot of money at was um, Chris Rogers. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. he's a very he's a very good commentator. He works for the ABC. Um, but you know, Skull is a is a character. Um, oh, he's on it as well. Oh, Skull's on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, fantastic. That's, um, that's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, so I just think, you know, they, they've just done really well and I think um, it, it's just dulled the whole thing. I don't really care about it yeah. anymore. I know we're yeah. in good hands. I know that I know it's going to be um, handled very well and I think, um, yeah. you know, they should have <laughs> – I think <laughs> – I'm not too sure if uh, Fox Sports had Mark Nicholas, but, I, again, I think Mark Nicholas should have been – should have carried on. But, um, yeah, anyway. We, we okay, can't, so here is – Okay, so here we go, Chris. Here's here's the the commentary team, because uh, I know that Mike Hussey he was on he's uh, on Fox Sports, oh, and Fox he's a great he's a great commentator. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Um, so the uh, the commentary team includes uh, Lisa Thelica. I'm, I can't I don't, I don't think I've ever seen her Who? play. Lisa Thelica. She's a I'm guess she's a former uh, women's Australian cricketer. Lisa Thelica. Jesus yeah. Christ. Okay, I think, yeah. Um, yep. Uh, Jason Gillespie, Greg Blewett, Simon Cadditch, and Brad Hodge. So they'll be the expert commentators uh, right. sort of doing that. Uh, and I think you'll like this one. Bruce McAvaney will be part of the cricket oh, coverage as well. That's, yeah. absolutely, that's absolutely fucking rubbishing. I that's like a that. big, that's a fan, like that's that. a huge get. That's yeah, so like fantastic. That. Um, uh, the ball by ball callers will be Alison Mitchell. Well, I mean, like, they're not. They'll be switching around, but some of the all ball by ball calls will be Allison Mitchell, Tim Lane, and James Brayshaw is going to be there as well. Unfortunately, oh, God, he's just yeah. he, he just does not know how to comment. Anyway, um, Mel McLaughlin and Abby Gelmy Gel- Gel- are uh, on board as hosts. Yep, and uh, and th- yeah. So and then this was oh, so after may- um, maybe maybe I'm thinking of maybe Warney and Scaler on Fox Sports. I think they might be on Fox Sports. Oh, um, okay, at, okay. At the moment, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then obviously this comes after Ponting and um, oh, and uh, McGrath's on it as well. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Ponting, Ponting, yeah, McGrath, well, actually, Slater, and Fleming. In in in, actually, I, I sort of retract a bit of that bit of that, my statements. I think too many ex players. Uh, they all sort of have the same sort of view and the same sort of. Yeah, they should be. You know, I, well, I'm going to say, like, I'm going to say, Fox Sports now has done it well because I think they, they they're picking characters. They're, yes, they're, yeah. You, know, you had two. You're going to fall into the same trap that Channel Nine did. So yeah. maybe Channel Seven might need. I mean, you know, we we yet to, we yet to find out. It could be they could be awesome, but um, you know, I think they just need more characters. Like Mark Nicholas. Mark Nicholas wasn't an ex player, or he may have played a bit of third grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but he he'd been in he'd been in the game for like. Forty odd years. He knows how to. He yeah. knows how to commentate. He's a good commentator. Yeah, like, yeah. Richie Benno, Bill Laurie, they're all they're all characters. Yeah, and they they knew how, yeah they knew how to call a game in a way that just felt, you know, it it they were sort of telling the story doing it, and but they let the game sort of dictate it. Whereas yeah, like yeah. recently, like listening to, um, like you know the the 
commentators for test cricket and one day is, and even like with the big bash, which I guess is a little bit different with 2020 cricket. It's because yeah. of how rapid that game plays is that they don't know how to like pull back, but they always, they always sound elevated. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, like they, they're trying to be too intense and too excitable and it's not oh, sort of it, how it works, you know? And, it, and like you just listen to Chappelle, he just, he just drones on for like, yeah. <laughs> About some, about some, about some something that happened in six in 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 nineteen fifty three that no yeah one, yeah yeah no <laughs> it's just and, like come on just fucking change yeah. up man yeah so it'd be interesting to sort of see if these guys can um these commentators can actually like add a bit of spice to it and not feel like they're um like sort of towing the line and, and just sort of saying the things that should be said. Like I was like, I was, uh, I think Brett Lee and Mark war were, uh, uh, like on the panel for Fox sports for their, for the intermission stuff, like at lunch and tea or for the test match. Oh, yes, and yep. th- they sort of just kind of said the same thing over and over again. They never really offered any insight. You know, they, they kind of sounded like rugby league players commentating, like offering insight into things. It just, you know, they just said, you know, stuff like, oh, they'll they'll be playing at 100% and they'll, they'll you know, they'll d- definitely be determined to, you know, make the most of their opportunity. And it just, it didn't sound interesting at all. Yeah, it, it, nah. So I'd like to think that these players, these ex-players are going to have some kind of, I guess, training involved in how to oh, really bring forth will. their own personality. Yeah. Yeah. Look, they probably will. Like Gillespie's going to be interesting. I think I'd like to see. I'd like to hear him do his do his commentary because he's got a he's a character. Yeah, I think he. I think yeah. I think Dizzy will be pretty good. I I don't. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't have any worries with Dizzy. Yeah, and you know, a bit of a rivalry between these guys. Well, just make it feel like there's a bit of you know they're playing off each other. You know that kind of banter is just it, it really kind of ties a whole day of cricket together. So. You know, if they can get the chemistry right, if they can get the the pairings and the combinations right, it's it'll it'll be exciting to watch it grow from here. Like it's sort of it's year zero for Channel Seven. Uh, I think it's like a five or a ten year deal. It's a big one, so yeah, massive, yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be interesting to see how it pans out over the next you know decade or so. But uh, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, it's and hopefully weird. the team, hopefully the team develops alongside yeah, them. You know, with them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Create a symbiosis. So that's it. I wanted to talk to you about. I think we've pretty. I think we've set up the cricket. Um, the um, I saw First Man actually last night. So that's. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I was going to talk to you about um, Oscar Best Picture odds for a second, just to just to get in early because it's it's that time of the year again because the yes, the, the film festivals have uh have all stopped and uh, have all sort of done their done their rounds and we're on to the. You know all the uh, all those festival pitches are now starting to be released, and okay, all right. It's it's getting uh, it's getting serious. So at the moment, uh, for best picture, we'll, we won't go through all the other other categories at the moment. So best picture at the moment, um, the top five are A Star Is Born at three dollars fifty, First Man at five dollars, oh. Roma at six dollars, Black Panther at seven, and Black Klansman at ten dollars. Black so, Panther. Give yeah. me a fucking break. Yeah, that's that's not gonna. Break. Yeah, it's not like it's a, it's a fantastic film. It's a very important film, but at the at the end of the day, 
it it's it doesn't transcend the genre like uh, Logan did or the Dark Knight did. Uh, I, I think a lot of it is. Uh, and look, if you want to be smart about it as well, I would put money on Black Panther. I wouldn't feel yeah. great if it won it, but then at the same time, it's never usually. And look, I'm not saying that it's a terrible film at all by any stretch of the imagination. I just feel like there's a, too much hype around it. Uh, yeah. I think A Star Is Born is peaking way too early. Uh, Three dollars yeah. fifty in October. You don't want it. You don't want to be peaking this early in the Oscars in the Oscar race. It's way too early for it. So you've got to like, yeah, you've got to really pace yourself here. You don't want to be announced as yeah. the lock for best picture when we um, haven't even reached yeah. <laughs> when we haven't even reached November. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. First man, it's first man is going to be near the top of that for the whole well, six it's, months. It's definitely, it's definitely my early pick. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, it was an intense thrill ride. It's a very relatable film. It's, it's about one of the, it's probably, it's about probably what I think is the, the greatest achievement in human history. So, you know, it's got Damien, like, you know, Damien Chazelle, who, you know, he, he had, he's had two Oscar best pitch nominees. He won best director last, a couple of years back. Yep. You know, Ryan Gosling's a superstar. It just has all the ingredients and it's kind of going under the radar because of A Star Is Born and because of Black Panther. So, yeah, watch for that one to creep in. It's a very, tra- you know, so there. Although my dark horse will be Roma, which is by Alfonso Cuaron. That's, oh, uh, yeah. that could be the, yeah. that could be the one that really, yeah, five years since he did Gravity and apparently yeah. this one's, that's this one's that's, a big one. Yeah, so those are going to be those are going to be big ones. Oh, the one I was going to talk to you about was called um, Green Book, because uh, you know we were chatting about it last week. I think about some of the the movies coming out, and Green Book's one that you should that might be a dark horse as well. It's got Viggo Mortensen in it, and uh, yeah, so that'll be that'll be an interesting one. But yeah, it's a it's an interesting race so far. Like there's there's some that just won't be there by the time, you know, December, January rolls around. But yeah, it's going to be an interesting race. I, I, like after last year, I'm not too sure where, how to sort of go about, um, you know, like how to sort of react to these best picture wins because it feels like they're of the moment. Whereas, uh, you know, you have to wait five or six years to sort of see like which films from that year sort of shake out to be the ones that are the best. Or yeah, look, look, I don't think I don't think the the best pitches winners of the past sort of five to ten years have been any of the the favourites that have started. No, no, not at all. Yeah, they sort of sort of late comers, late bloomers. Like Moonlight came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Like I just think. You know, all, all the early, and so, some of the early favorites aren't, aren't even in the, aren't even nominated. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I, um, I don't, you can't really make a, uh, make a sort of a call on it right now for it. And look, and I'm not saying like, you know, Star is Born is going to be overhyped, but it, like it looks fantastic as well. So, but when you look at it from a campaign point of view, you yeah. don't want to be running out of steam by mid November. Because no, then, you know, so yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a big, big, interesting race. Um, oh, and by the way, on Sportsbet, one of their, one of the other nominees for best picture they've got on here is Toy Story 4, uh, which actually wow. doesn't come out till June next year. So don't, don't go for that one. Just, 
Just <laughs> well, I've, heard, I've, heard, I've, heard, I've heard it'll just reduce a grown man into a sobbing mess. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a whole completely new sort of uh, reason to uh, reason to love Pixar. So yeah, there's a. It'll be interesting to see how this this uh, Oscar race um, shakes out. It's going to be a very political race as well, I think. Um, yep. But yeah, just uh, keep keep an eye out for it. But yeah, we'll do. We'll I do. think we're but I think we're all done here. Okie dokie. Good good to good to hear from you again. I'll uh, I'll hear from you yeah. uh, next I'll see you next week. Yeah, well um <laughs> just, just just for any just uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll slip this one in there just for any yeah. punt on the weekend. Um I'll like I like Shoals and the Everest. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard it here first and Shoals will be scratched. Shoals yeah, will be scratched yeah, from the race. Watch it, watch it snap the leg down the straight. <laughs> It'll still be running by the time um, the Caulfield Cup starts. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah you, you, you talk to me next week. You talk to me next week as we watch it. <laughs> All righty, that was good talking to you. No worries, mate. Have a good one. <laughs>